This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Welcome to the Wellness Glow Podcast. My name is Susie Garden, anti-aging naturopath and nutritionist, founder of the Glow Protocol, and I help women feeling stressed, flat, and older than they'd like regain their youthful energy and glow. Anti-aging is an inside job, and I know for sure that we can use specific foods, movement, mindset techniques, and build stress resilience to reduce our biological age and look and feel younger in our bodies and minds as well as potentially lengthening our lifespan. I'm here to be your guide to the latest in anti-aging and longevity research so that you can learn and apply simple techniques to reduce skin wrinkles, body pain, gut issues, improve your energy, and have your skin glowing with health. And I'm not even exaggerating. So if you're struggling with stress, fatigue, brain fog, weight gain, perimenopause, and feel like you've tried everything, then get ready to let go of everything you think you know. It's time to forget all the strategies that haven't worked for you before and join me as I share what actually does work. I have a down-to-earth approach and make the science seem simple and actionable. I know that the knowledge and insights I share can change your life and the way that you approach your health, and I'm excited to help you glow. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Wellness Globe podcast. I'm so happy to have you join me this week where I'm going to kind of switch gears a little. I've been focusing a lot on weight loss for the last few episodes, and I'm switching over to talk about one of my favorite topics, stress. You know this is one of my favorite topics, I think, because I've experienced Huge levels of stress over my life, both as a registered nurse when I was in that environment. It probably didn't get more stressful than some of the life or death situations that I was involved in at that point. But also in my corporate career, I had quite a lot of stress and I, you know, I did reach a point of burnout of which stress is a big part of that. And so I've experienced that at a couple of different levels 
And through my training as a yoga teacher and meditation teacher, I've really learned some incredible scientifically backed ways to combat stress. And before you go kind of thinking, but yeah, I don't have time for any of this, Susie. Look, some of the things, the tips and tricks I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode are stuff that are so easy to incorporate into your day. You don't even need to take extra time to do it. You can literally do it while you're doing other things. So let's get stuck into stress. And do you find that you kind of always play down or shrug off your experience of stress? I think certainly in the past, this has been the case. Um, I'm really kind of feeling so positive and hopeful now that mental health and mental wellness, mental fitness is coming into the forefront of conversation when we're talking about people's health and well-being, because I think in the past it's been really difficult to talk about. And I think it still is really difficult for many people to actually put their hand up and say, I'm not coping. I'm not managing my stress. I'm not feeling great mentally. And the thing is, many people think that stress is simply mental and that you can ignore it, or you can just push your way through and just deal with it later. But actually... We're learning more and more that we should be taking stress and its effects on the body really seriously and not just for the sake of our mental health. It actually has a really significant impact on our physiology, on our body and the way it functions. So today I'm going to talk about five reasons to take your stress seriously and then of course I'm going to give you a few little hints, maybe point you towards a few resources that you can um, access so that you can start managing your own stress. Because the thing is with stress, and if you're one of my clients, you know I say this all the time, you can't always get rid of your stressors, right? So your stressors are the things that make you stressed. So if there are elements of your family life that are making you stressed, you can't always do anything about that if you've got, you know, a a teenager that's being a bit challenging or if you have situations with unwell parents or something like that or, you know, workplace-related stress. It's not necessarily realistic to go, hey, just get a new job. Sometimes that might be the best option though. Um, So yeah, maybe you, you cannot always change the stressors in your life, but you, what you can do is control your response to the stressors that are going on. And, and I'm going to get into how to do that shortly. But first, I want to get into the reasons that you need to take this seriously. And, you know, if you're looking from a, a purely aesthetic point of view, stress really sabotages weight loss uh, and it sabotages a healthy body weight. So whether you're looking to lose a few kilos or simply maintain your current weight, stress can make it incredibly difficult to do this. And in fact, when I'm working with people in the GLOW protocol and if they they're a weight loss kind of goal and they're plateauing, one of the first questions I'll ask is, how's your stress levels? And almost always when stress levels are managed, we start to see that weight shift again. 
The thing is, chronic stress, so stress that you're dealing with every day, can feed into insulin resistance. So insulin resistance is something I've talked about on previous podcasts. So go and have a look at that if you want to learn more about it. It's a pretty big topic. Um, So it can feed into insulin resistance, which makes it nearly impossible for your body to use up your fat stores for energy. It can also slow your thyroid function right down as a protective mechanism. And as a result, your metabolism drops, leading to a creep of weight gain. And often that weight goes around your waist. So this is, you know, for most uh, women, this starts to become a problem, particularly as we get over 40, over 50, and our uh, hormones are kind of a bit all over the place, or perimenopausal or postmenopausal, then having uh, weight accumulation around the middle starts to happen. And then if you've got stress on top of that and raised cortisol levels, you're going to have even more of a drive towards storing fat around the middle. And the thing is with that, that is where the fat does most of its harm. You've probably heard the terms of um, having a pear shape or an apple shape when I'm talking about body shapes. And apple shapes are where the fat is more around the torso and pear shapes where it's more around the um, butt and thighs. And from a cardiovascular risk point of view, if you're a pear shape, you have got far more, um, far lower risk of cardiovascular disease than if you have um, an apple shape. Because when you have that apple shape, that fat that's accumulating around your waist is actually can uh, kind of infiltrate the organs, which is pretty full on. We call it visceral fat and it actually starts to produce its own hormones. It starts to kind of influence your metabolism and not in a good way, (laughs) not in a good way. And yet almost like pretty much are calling it now, it becomes its own organ when you get this visceral fat. So it's really important that um, that kind of fat, as much as we can avoid accumulating fat around the torso, that that happens. And definitely managing stress is a way to help manage that. The other, one of the other reasons or reasons number two as to why stress is something that we shouldn't ignore is that stress ages us prematurely. And yeah, it leads to premature aging. And I'm talking about not only wrinkles, I'm talking about inside. So in our brain, our heart, our organs, stress can feed into many of the uh, underlying causes of aging, including shortening our telomeres. So that's at our DNA. These kind of act like the cell's aging clock. So we want to kind of avoid shortening the telomeres as much as we can. They naturally shorten as we age. There are things we can do to help lengthen them and managing stress is one of those things. Um, The other thing is that stress, as I mentioned before, can uh, be linked to insulin resistance, leading to that weight gain around the torso, leading to fatigue because we're not able to get the glucose into our cells to make energy to uh yeah to make energy and also stress increases inflammation and as you know I've talked about inflammation a lot 
also on the podcast. But inflammation, prolonged inflammation can lead to inflammaging, uh, which is, you know, aging effects from that inflammation. And inflammation is also the root cause of almost all disease. So anything we can do to reduce our inflammation, and there's heaps we can do, is a good thing. So if you want to look and feel young for many years to come, you need to find a way to effectively manage your stress. So the third reason that you know we need to do this to manage our stress is that it throws off our hormone balance. So if you want to feel calm, you want to feel in control, you want to feel energized, well, stress is going to make that a hard goal to achieve. And there's a huge link between stress and hormone balance because chronic stress can reduce some hormones such as progesterone and T3. T3 is our active thyroid hormone and it can increase others such as insulin and cortisol. And because all of these hormones are closely linked to each other, it actually doesn't take much to throw the balance right off. And as a result, your entire body can be impacted by these hormonal imbalances. And if you're also in the midst of perimenopause, and this means your symptoms are even more pronounced. So you really, again, yet another reason to manage stress. Stress also influences your food choices. So if you want to make healthier choices when it comes to food, stress can sabotage your motivation and tell your body that it needs fast energy. Because when you're under stress, your body is in its fight or flight mode. And as a result, it prioritizes you having access to energy to help you cope with the perceived threat. And studies have found that you're more likely to eat foods that are high in sugar and fat when experiencing stress. And that's part of our survival mechanism. So it's not your fault. It's actually a drive that we have to get more energy in so we can manage our fight and flight response. And you know, just by the way, remember where we've all been for the past couple of years in and out of lockdowns, lots of uncertainty, lots of financial stress, stuff, stress just about the unknown. And this, you know, for many of us is an ongoing situation. So having that heightened level of stress and when you think about the kind of food choices you might have been making when you've been in lockdown, if you've been struggling with healthy eating, maybe, you know, putting on a few pandemic kilos, then, you know, it's completely understandable. And again, it's not your fault. It's not you being weak. It's not you, you know, having issues with food. It is just a drive that we have. It's a primal thing that we, you know, when we're in our stress response, we need to fuel that. So we go for those high energy foods like sugar and fat. And it's a little bit more complicated than that even as well, because we have this with the increased um, cortisol, we have some blood glucose dysregulation, and we have that insulin resistance potentially. And that again, just drives this, this, this need to get energy for food. And, and unfortunately that, yeah, can lead to health issues down the track because, you know, 
and I'm just going to get into that now because unmanaged stress can lead to serious chronic health conditions. You know, um, some of the serious chronic conditions that are linked to high stress are things like heart disease, heart attacks, stroke, type 2 diabetes, obesity, IBS and other digestive conditions, depression, anxiety, insomnia, uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, uh, chronic pain conditions, autoimmune disease and premature death can be all linked back to unmanaged stress. So, you know, and you consider, as I mentioned before, that stress, you know, increases inflammation. There's a good chance that chronic stress can increase your risk of any disease because of that impact of inflammation. So if you want to do everything in your power to reduce your risk of developing one or more of these conditions in the future, you need to act now. Stay with us. We'll be right back. How would you like to have increased energy, balanced hormones, glowing skin, and your ideal weight in just three months? Sounds awesome, right? Imagine having your very own hormone balancing and weight loss strategy totally personalized to you based on your body biochemistry to release excess weight, say goodbye to pesky meriperi menopause symptoms, and decrease inflammation in your body which of course leads to decreased inflammaging. That's right, ladies, there are age-defying benefits as well. Oh, and of course, you have me at your fingertips for expert support so you never feel stuck or confused. I love supporting women on their weight loss journeys, and I've packaged up the award-winning Metabolic Balance Program with my signature hormone management system, giving you the GLOW Protocol. This 12-week one-to-one coaching program is you and me, nailing down your health and weight loss goals, creating your personalized plan using your blood tests, a thorough health assessment, and your food preferences. And then we get started with me supporting you every step of the way. Even if you've tried everything, even if you have resistant weight and complex medical conditions, the power of personalized nutrition, mindset coaching, and my support is transformational and gets results. And I'm not even exaggerating, even if I do say myself. So if you're ready to embrace feeling like your younger self again, lose excess weight, manage health conditions, and regain your confidence, you can just DM me at Susie Garden Wellness or email me hello at susiegarden.com and I'll pop a link in the show notes. You know, it's important. I say to people all the time, you know, getting some really good healthy habits when it comes to managing stress is really key to, to get kind of implemented when you're not in that stress response. It's even more important because you have the, if you have these tools, then you can manage this so, so much better because it becomes so habitual, becomes such a a part of of your day and and of how you are. And one of these things I mentioned, I was going to give you some kind of tips and tricks. One of my favorite ones, and you've heard me talk about this before, if you're a long-term listener, I haven't talked about it for a little while. One of my favorite ones is, of course, belly breathing. Now, there are a whole bunch of breathing techniques 
that help to manage stress. And that is awesome. I think the more um, choices that we have in this area, the better, because then you can find something that really works for you. And so many of them actually have really good research behind them as well, as does belly breathing. And the thing is with belly breathing, it is a technique, but once you teach yourself that technique, you can just do it all the time and no one knows you're doing it. It's kind of our natural state of being, a natural state of breathing. When you look at a baby sleeping or a dog or cat, you'll notice that they will breathe into their belly. And that's our natural way to breathe. But unfortunately, we retrain ourselves over time to breathe more in that top part of our chest. And, you know, when you think about our stress response and you think about the fact we're getting shooting blood, oxygen, nutrients out to the muscles so that we can either run away or we can fight. And so our breathing rate increases. And so if we can consciously slow down our our breathing rate, that sends a message back into the hypothalamus in the brain that's controlling this response, sends a message back saying, hey, the threat is gone. We can just dial everything back. We can go back into our relaxation response. So that's kind of what happens is we can really dampen down that stress response when we don't need it. And so belly breathing, if you want some, a little ebook on that, just DM me at Susie Garden Wellness. That's S-U-S-I-E, Garden, as in flowers. Yes, that's my real name. Susie Garden Wellness uh, on Instagram or Facebook. And I can send you a free resource on how to do belly breathing. Because once you learn, and I first learned this technique, oh my goodness, probably about close to 25 years ago now um, uh, when I was in a yoga class and I just thought it was a, you know, a yogi thing that was what wasn't really uh, scientific. I just thought it was, you know, oh yeah, it's just going to make you feel relaxed. But um, uh, many years later when I was in my corporate job and we had to do some retrenchment, we had some psychologists come in and do some training with us on how we could you know, look after ourselves as well as look after the people we were having to uh, lay off. And uh, one of the techniques they taught us was actually belly breathing so that we could help manage our own stress in that very, very highly stressful and emotive situation. So, uh, and then I looked into it more and realized there's actually really a lot of evidence. So belly breathing is my number one, just because it's so easy and you can do it anywhere. But as I mentioned, there are many other breathing techniques like box breathing is another favorite of mine, where you essentially count your inhale. So normally I do it with a count of four. So you inhale for a count of four, you hold for a count of four, you exhale for a count of four, and then hold the exhale for a count of four. So there's your box. And I find that really effective, but of course you have to think about it, which is one of the reasons for me, I find it effective because it helps me kind of focus on something and but yeah it's not something you can do while you're doing something else which is kind of why I like belly breathing so much is because it's just really easy from a time point of view to fit it into your day but box breathing I find actually very very effective as well and there's a number of different counting techniques 
Um, so if, and even if you just Google breathing techniques for relaxation or something like that, or breath work for relaxation, you will find so many different, um, types of breathing and they're all great. And you just need to find the one that works for you. So that's one hint I can give you or tip I can give you is get control of your breath. Another way you can look after the stress response is, of course, mindfulness. And I know a lot of people when they, if when I say mindfulness, they think, "Oh, I don't have time to meditate." It does not have to be meditation. It mindfulness is about being aware of your internal and external environment in any given moment. And generally speaking, if you have a really um, focused activity that you like to do, that where your mind will be solely focused on that activity, and that could be anything from uh, rock climbing or surfing or cycling, some sort of exercise, but usually something where there's maybe a little bit of technical uh, ability where you need to be thinking about it and you can't just be thinking about what you're going to have for dinner while you're doing your activity. Um, but we know that if we can focus like that, that that will actually have the same, that is mindfulness. You can create mindfulness in your life if you don't have things like that, that you do by just thinking about it. So if you're going to walk up, I heard a great example from, I can't remember who it was actually. It was a book I read many years ago where they said going up a flight of stairs, like feel the, the step under your foot, feel your hand on the banister, notice the movement in your foot as you press off to go into the next step, notice the weight go into the foot that's getting onto the next step. Like when you look at how complex actually it is to walk up a flight of stairs and you really think about every action that's going into it, that is mindfulness. So, you know, it doesn't have to be this complicated routine where you have the altar and you light the incense and you sit there in lotus position, although that can be very nice for some people. Um, It doesn't have to be that though. It doesn't have to be intimidating. It just needs to be something that you do to help manage your stress. So I hope that has been interesting. If you're wanting some more formal um, support in that area, it's a big part of my GLOW protocol is stress management. So I really encourage you to reach out to me at Susie Garden Wellness, um, just DM me, or I think you can message through the podcast even, and I would love to help. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of The Wellness Glow. I hope you had loved what you heard here and are excited for the potential to improve your health and increase your lifespan. If this resonated with you, then please screenshot this podcast and share it with your friends. Hashtag The Wellness Glow Podcast. Please rate and review so I can spread the word and keep bringing you more goodness. If you're not already following me on social media, come and join me for extra inspiration and teachings. I do frequent updates in my Facebook group, which you can join at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the wellness flow. You can follow me on Instagram at Susie Garden Wellness or check out my website at susiegarden.com. You can download my essential eight anti-aging secrets that all women over 40 should know and check out my signature program, The Glow Protocol. I'm so excited you joined me here today and I can't wait to share the next episode with you. Until then, remember your biological age doesn't have to reflect your chronological age and anti-aging is an inside job.